0: What would change if you were intentionally inviting your people into their own development? What would change if you were intentionally inviting your people into their own development? I'm Dr. Rob McKenna, and welcome to The Wild Conversation, where we make the best thinking in psychology, leadership, and organizational science accessible to leaders who are willing to learn and edit for their sake and for the sake of others. And today, we're continuing our series on building whole leader continuity and specifically intentionally developing your people. Who is one person who made a significant investment in you and what was it about them that made their investment so impactful? Whether it's the sacrifices they made for us, the time they invested, the questions they asked us or the the uncommon reality that they saw us for who we are, These are the people who took the time to invest in us in a meaningful way. And while they may or may not think of whatever they did for us as significant or a lot of work, we know that whatever it was made a big difference. Whether it was a friend, a former boss, a family member, a mentor, or someone you work with, most of us can identify at least one person who had a profound impact on us because of their intentional investment in who we are or where we were going. We know the potential for making that kind of difference is there, but in so many cases, we could do a better job of doing the same for others. Investing in others is a sacrificial act that starts with a realization that an investment is possible with just a touch of intention. Okay, so it may not be like breaking news that great leaders develop other leaders, but they do. And doing it with intention and a bit of structure is news to many of us. So often our investment in others has been haphazard at best and non-existent at worst. My intent in saying that is, is not to leader shame you or me in any way, but to get real. We could do a better job and a better job is fully within our reach with a little bit of intention. Um, I recently did, did work with a group of senior leaders in a large corporation where they wanted to focus on intentionally building their leader capacity to invest in others around them. And about halfway into my session with them, one of the executives pulled me aside and said this, if this is a tough audience, it's because in the first quarter of this year, we had more turnover than we had in the entire previous year. And in our exit interviews, the number one reason people are leaving, and this is not an uncommon story. This could be several of you who told me this, by the way. It's because their manager said, People, didn't, that their manager didn't, or they, they, people said that their manager didn't see them. And what a tragedy that their manager didn't see them. A lack of intentional investment in the people and leaders around us is tragic because it could make a huge difference, but even more so because it's solvable. It's solvable. I wish that was an uncommon story, but it's not. While most of us have experiences with incredible managers and leaders who did see us, most of us have an equal number of stories, When <laughs> we take a moment, of leaders who didn't. We have all experienced the barriers to intentionally investing in others. One of the, Investing in others wasn't modeled for many of us. It's so much easier to be inspired to intentionally invest in other people when we ourselves experienced it from someone else. It's also, it wasn't just not modeled, it's also just not normal. Investing in other people in any kind of intentional way, especially those we work with, is not the norm and it can feel awkward. I would say, at least at first. A true and meaningful investment in others is a sacrificial act that is unfortunately so unusual that it takes a lot of courage to move through the awkwardness others may feel when we begin that investment. Sometimes we even feel, I would say, we even feel underqualified to make a meaningful difference in the lives of others, or feel that we lack enough knowledge of another person to make a measurable difference. It's, it's just not true. Um, and many of us struggle to start conversations that are more than just about execution or performance or sales quotas. And to do whole person development and open up a truly meaningful conversation, either at work or even with your friends, even with our friends means that it might get a little personal. The reality is that work and life are personal. It's not that every conversation has to be about our deepest and darkest secrets, but that if we got over our fear of the heart side of our lives, intersecting with the business side of our lives, people might be seen and more appreciated for the whole of who they are. So imagine this. Imagine if you normalized investment conversations in your organization or with those who are close to you, where people knew we're going to make an intentional and systematic investment in them the moment they come around us. It's crazy. (laughs) Even some of the most influential organizations in the world with missions to develop leaders, we see this all the time in our work, fail to make an intentional investment in their own leaders. Whether you run a community organization focused on developing emerging leaders, lead a small business, or fighting human trafficking globally, or leading a church or a nonprofit, or even leading a corporation, your leaders can't create continuity and sustainability in their own lives without an intentional investment in them as well. And I got to say one thing about this. A systematic and continuous investment in our teams and our people impacts everything. Continuity is increased because we, for the first time, begin to see each other accurately. And that, quote, seeing each other isn't just, uh, I saw it and now I'm good. That seeing each other is a process, an ongoing investment in understanding the unique and incredible whole person we're working with. We understand each other as people in process And through a developmental lens that invites us to see each other whole. Each of our motivations, the call on our lives, our purpose, our support, our experience, and our competence. In the short term, it can create challenges. This is the honest truth. In the short term, it can create challenges as we're faced with the limitations and the strengths of ourselves and each team member. Like that's the reality. But over the long haul, it creates continuity because it helps us understand the gaps in our team the undiscovered strengths, and the places where we're still untested. And I'm not talking about being systematic like a robot, like, but systematic in that we do it on a regular basis through a common language that invites each of us to integrate our functioning and our jobs with our whole story. Imagine if those around us were taking the time to understand our unique motivations, our skills and competencies, our blind spots, and even intentionally thinking about how they could help us along the way. Imagine if you could take something that is awkward and make it the norm. And here are some of the realities based on research regarding what people appreciate when others invest in them. Number one, deeper development conversations are happening somewhere. People are having this conversation somewhere, but too rarely in the context of work. It's too bad that it's more common that we only talk about our development with friends and family over a cup of coffee or a beer. But people in our workplaces This is what's so fast. People in our workplaces have a different perspective on our learning and growth and seeing things that others, they see things that others don't. So normalizing development conversations and creating a regular cadence for them in our organizations creates long-term leader continuity. Number two, investment and development conversations don't have to take that much time. When you start a basic structure of questions regarding each person on your shortlist and practice it, You will soon realize that it doesn't take that much time to provide meaningful insight and a listening ear to others. Even a five minute conversation about something that matters to a person could literally change the trajectory of their life forever. That's kind of frightening. I can't tell you how many people have said, you said this one thing to me. And so often, I don't even remember saying it, to be honest, y'all. And it impacted so many other decisions I've made. They said, you said this one thing and it impacted all these things downstream. Number three. When we provide insight on what we see in someone else, they want honesty in the conversation. There's research to support this. It's not that we shouldn't affirm people, but research has made it clear that investment conversations are more impactful to someone if they know you aren't just puffing them up. Most people, the developmental ready ones at the very least, want some honest feedback on what they could change as well as what they should keep doing. Number four, you don't have to know a person with whom you work that well to have a pretty profound impact on them one of the lies we tell ourselves is that we are underqualified or underinformed about the people around us while there are times that while there are times where that may be true when we come into development conversations with honesty and an ear to hear another person we soon realize that we may know more than we thought number 5 investment conversations are not the same as performance conversations while a conversation about a person's performance is different from a conversation about their learning and growth, when you begin to make conversations like this the norm, those two conversations get easier and more integrated. Performance impacts our learning and growth, and our learning and growth impact our performance. Number six, diversity in your investments. <laughs> your short list should include more than just people who report to you or family members. Having worked with so many leaders across the lifespan, it's normal for younger leaders to identify a lot of family members and and for managers to only think of those who report to them. In our best world, investments are up, down, and sideways. We always say that, up, down, and sideways. Few things are more powerful than when someone who reports to you or is younger than you takes a moment to reflect on your learning and growth. And when I set out to build a system for developing whole leader capacity, I knew it could not be solely about the leaders themselves. Their courageous and sacrificial investment in others was going to play a huge role. They would need at least one moment where they would pause to reflect on the people around them for whom they have some level of responsibility. An intentional investment includes a regular reflection on certain questions regarding each of the people on your shortlist, questions that cover some of the most important and integrative parts of our development. Let me just give you a few of these questions. Number one, what matters most to them? <laughs> Number two, imagine re- this, reflecting on this. What do they need from you? Number three, what do you appreciate most about their character? Number four, what experience would you like to, would, would take them to the next level in their development? Number five, what are their greatest competencies and skills? And number six, what are their potential blind spots or areas of weakness that if overcome or covered by someone else could help them be more effective? Now imagine taking a moment to answer each of those questions for each person on your shortlist and then taking a moment to share your insights with them and asking them to reflect on what you shared. A few years ago, I created what is known as the people investment plan as an intentional moment where a person could think about the people for whom they are responsible on some level and pause to answer questions like these about each of those people. The questions range from some of these same things, like what do you appreciate about the character of this person? What are their greatest competencies or strengths? What are their areas for development? What matters to them? The result is one page with their answer about each of the people on their shortlist. After which they were invited to share their reflections with each person as a way to begin a more intentional investment. I will never forget. I will never forget the first time I used the tool, this tool, to reflect on the members of my team at work. And when I shared my reflections with one of them, they said this. I remember she said, I didn't realize you saw me this well. And while honestly, I wasn't sure if my responses to the questions in the tool were accurate or not, because when you're doing this, you answer these questions, if you haven't done it before, you're gonna be like, I I don't know, is is this right? I wasn't sure about that. I realized after that, I knew more about that person than I thought, and that I might be able to invest in them in ways I didn't even know were possible. Since that first moment, I've seen so many people, so many people say that when they use that simple tool, I didn't know you saw me is such a common response. And if you think about the questions in there, they're not just questions about what matters. there's all questions about their competence or areas that they may need to work on. They were honest kinds of questions. The tool has not only been powerful because it provided a structure for seeing people better, but because it has invited thousands of leaders to see the people around them more whole. A unique combination of many things to affirm and some things to work on. And when we we begin to make an intentional investment in seeing others around us as whole, potential opens up for them like never before. And I don't care what size organization you're in. It just works. The urgent will always overshadow a deeper investment in people. We We see it in budget processes all the time, everyone. It happens all the time. The urgent will always overshadow a deeper investment in people. Imagine how different the future might be if you started your intentional investment in others now. It's harder, it is harder when we haven't done the foundational work before the storms come, and that's whether we are at the beginning of our leadership journey or nearing the end, why I'm inviting each of us to get started now. Deeper change rarely, if ever, starts with a you should do this. It usually starts with intention, a question, a conversation, and a relationship. Our best intentions for others to change are rarely received if we start with our own anxiety or with a rebuke or a should. There's time for those things, but people need to see that we are invested in them first. And many, as I started, many people credit their success to the time another person invested in them and their development. Some report having little to no help from others and feel that they're missing out because no one made that sacrifice for them. And regardless of your title or your role, you can have an impact on others. Not everyone you are investing in needs the same thing from you. And chances are that they have different strengths and areas for development. That's one of the things we talk about all the time with whole and intentional leader development is that people bring their own nuance to this story. These individuals may also need varying amounts of assistance from you or want different things out of the relationship or their role or their job. For those in whom you have chosen to invest, I want to encourage you to invest in a way that's meaningful and useful to them and to your team and your organization and maybe even your family. While many of us believe it is the right thing to do when we invest our time in other people, the fact is that it will cost us something. The payoffs are there to be had, like it feels good to help others. But the fact remains that there will be a cost. Those who lead others have a talent for bringing out the best in others. Whether they're people who work for you, with you, those you work for, friends or family members, there are people around you who need your investment of time, ideas, questions, and most importantly, listening. Those around you may be dying for someone to have a meaningful conversation with them about the things that matter most, both in life and work. And so I want to just give you three fundamental things to think about um, as we continue this conversation, as we always do. Number one question is this, is who made an intentional investment in you and what made it impactful? I think understanding that can give us pathways into understanding, oh, how does that impact they had on me? Maybe that would help me to invest in others more effectively. Number two, what if you identified up to three people in whom you would like to make an intentional investment? You can have more if you want, but starting with three and ask yourself these two questions. Number one, what is the unique contribution they bring to their team? Or to the world? And number two, what if it were further developed would take them to the next level? I mean, that's just the beginning. But do you see that? There's honesty in those questions. It's like, it's not just, it's all about what they're good at, but that matters to affirm that, but also to say, what are the places where I've got some work to do? And then the third question is this what would change for each of them if you took a moment to share your responses with them? I say, I say responses. And not thoughts, because responses have intentional language and time that you put in. Thoughts can sometimes be off the the cuff, but responses to specific questions have developmental teeth that bring purposeful value. So let's keep the conversation going. Thank you for listening to this wild conversation. To join our live wild conversation on Fridays, visit our website at wildleaders.org backslash wild conversation and subscribe to this podcast for regular whole and intentional leader development conversations. Have a great day.